Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Two Guys in a Game. Thank you for downloading this episode. And just before we get started here today, I want to just, or we want to just take some time here. Sorry, this isn't one guy in a game. This is two guys. It's actually two guys. And I just want to take some time out of our life to just talk about these amazing headphones by Studio. That's right, Kaz, because what this company is trying to do is revolutionize the way that people see headphones. Now, the way that the headphone market usually works is you can go one of two ways. You can either get these really cool looking, comfortable headphones that just to be quite frank with you, don't sound very good. Or you can get these really awesome sounding headphones that literally hurt your head and ears to wear and they sound great. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? What do you guys? You know what you want to do? You know what you do? Yes. You take the good parts of both of those headphones and you put them into the current headgear that we are wearing right now. And who's the company? Studio. <laughs> That's right, Kaz, because what Studio headphones do is they offer the best of both worlds. They sound great. They have great features like Bluetooth. Oh, yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit more later in this podcast about the specific headphones we're currently wearing. But what's great about Studio, aside from having great looking, great sounding, and comfortable as hell headphones, if you go on their website right now and use our discount code, two guys, all in capitals, that's two, two spelt out, T-W-O, guys, all one word, all capital, all spelled out, you will get 15% off your order. And, and it's not even the best part because Studio has free worldwide shipping. Free worldwide shipping? What? Yeah. So what are you waiting for? Stop using a less pair of headphones right now. Don't even listen to revolution. this podcast. Go. Go get these go headphones. Now. Yes. The following is a Pod Beard production. Oh, my God. I whack off for just okay. What is it, Nintendo? Real power. Gene from Crash. In a world where two ordinary gamers team up to fight the forces of boredom, this is their podcast, and this is their story. What's up, everybody? I'm Hotter. Kaz? Present. What? What is wrong with you? <laughs> you, sir, are an asshole. Are you... Are you seriously drunk hey, right now? Hey, what the... F- you made me drink my... Sp- he made me drink my spill. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so drunk right now. <laughs> Why are you drunk, <laughs> Well, you know, I was out there, and I was out in your backyard, and I was I was fighting that that beast, that beast hairy thing on the four legs. And you I was like, dog? Yeah, and then another 80 of them came out of nowhere, and I was like, hey, you guys aren't getting the best of me. <laughs> Frag grenade out. <laughs> you threw a grenade at my dog? Yeah, well, you know, I was all like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> up, guys. And uh, welcome to Two Guys in a Game. I don't know where we're going this week, but I, you know, I'll take it. Ugh. Are you sobered up now? No, I'm really hungover. Oh, jeez. That was a really quick drunk, drunk uh, escapade, though. Yeah, well, in the future, alcohol doesn't exist, so. <laughs> I think I think He's drinking more um, So yeah uh, I, I would ask you what's new But I feel like uh, I feel like I feel We should like talk that's... about my pop vinyl figures We already did that Oh We should talk about um, And the he's they're taking, they're taking the job thing We should do that gimmick We already did that How about the card games on podcast. You've done that too. Oh, God damn it. 
Podcasts and hybrids. Have I done Kevin Diabetes yet? You have. Rick and Morty? Yeah. Uh, I think you're out of oh stuff. Oh, God. I'm out of gimmicks. Oh, God. <laughs> You've done Cleveland. No. Oh, no. <laughs> we're off to a rocky start here, ladies and gentlemen. No, no I'm we're, joking. It's we're, we're good. It's not Rocky Road. That's good ice cream, though. It is good, good ice, ice cream. cream. There you are. There's our buddy Kaz. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep things fresh on the show, so I have to be the one who makes an embarrassment of myself. I'll make an embarrassment of myself. No, you won't. I just can't. Here's the problem is every time we do like one of our little like openings, I always try to think of something funny that I can do to like make you try too myself. hard is what you're saying. You're like, oh, gotta be funny. And then gotta you'll just be, be funny. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta be funny. Well, you know what they say. You either die young or live long enough to do podcasts on hybrids. Podcasts and hybrids? Yep. <laughs> why do we keep doing this uh because we enjoy it and it's something we love you know what it's fun i like doing stupid gimmicks i do too like i I don't even care if at this point people are like they took their gimmicks from shows they took their gimmicks i don't we're not doing that this week we can't i already did did it it it's done now (laughs) shout outs to all our call or (laughs) callbacks to all our shouting outs of References to pop culture. There you go. References to pop culture. Well, you know what's funny about that? That little like the little thing he did. He was telling me just a little behind the scenes thing here um, with the producer, who we're going to talk about in just a moment here. Um, I feel like that's all we talk about. Anymore, all we talk about is the producer. No, I'm just joking. I love our producer. <laughs> we love Brandon here, our two guys in the game, the producer of two guys in the game. Um, what was I going with that? Oh yeah, so. Um, you know that little jingle he did for the teaching TJ pop culture. Um, that that took him like a couple hours to do because he has like five different vocal tracks on it. Oh my god! If you because if you really listen to it, there's he like harmonized with himself like three or four times. Yeah, yeah. And he did one that was really high up, one that was really low, and like he put so much work into that. He really likes that yeah. one. I I bet I bet. That's why anytime you can teach me something about pop culture, I'm like, we need to do it because it's such a good Okay, channel. okay, so I'm going to teach you some pop culture right now so we can use this soundbite because we love it. Okay, so here's some pop culture. Teaching TJ pop culture. Okay, I'm, all, I'm, I'm ready to learn. <clears throat> all right, so a couple weeks ago, me and TJ got an extra large pizza. And I oh, made yes. a joke and I said, I bet you you could take this pizza by yourself and everything. And then I was like, have you ever seen this movie called Stripes? Have you ever seen Stripes? I have not. You have not. So Stripes is a Bill Murray movie and a Harold Ramis movie. Do you know who Bill Murray is? I know who Bill Murray Harold, is. Harold Ramis are? I know who that is. Do you know the Ghostbusters? Yeah. Okay. So Harold Ramis is Egon. Oh! Okay. Oh! oh, oh. oh. Okay. So God. there we go. I've already taught him some pop culture. Now he knows who Harold Ramis is. So Harold Ramis, very funny guy, very talented writer. Bill Murray, same thing. Very talented. Very talented guy. SNL yeah. people, right? They're all from SNL yeah, yeah. and all this. And SSCTV. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was basically like Saturday Night Live for Canadians. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this movie called Stripes is about Bill Murray and Harold Ramis, and they go and enlist in the army and whatever as like this joke. I don't even remember the whole premise of it. It's just funny. So they get to this one point where they're in the bunker, and they're all getting to know their bunk mates and everything. And John Candy, I'm hoping you know who John Candy is. Please tell me you know who John Candy is. No, a, I don't know who John Candy he's is. He's a Canadian it's John Candy. treasure. He's a Canadian treasure. Okay, Uncle Buck. Ever seen that movie? Here's the problem, Kaz. Oh. We've talked about this. I haven't watched a lot of movies Planes, in my trains, life. and automobiles. No? 
I don't even know what else to say. John Candy's in so much stuff, but I mean, like, he's just... Have you seen Home Alone? Yeah. Okay, so you know at the end of Home Alone, mm-hmm. where the mom's trying to get home, yeah. and she ends up finding those, like, the people to get her home, and they're, like, yeah. in the band, and the big fat guy who comes up and talks to her, and he's all like, oh, that's okay. John Candy. Okay, there we go. I figured it out. I can see him. Okay, yeah, so, so anyways... This is finding where I know him from. There, that's, yeah, what, yeah, that's okay, why I figured I could get you there. So anyway, so he's in this movie with... Bill Murray and Harold Ramos. So they're introducing each other and they all come up with these great little lines. So like it gets to John Candy and he goes, yeah, well, he goes, the reason why I joined the army was, you know, um, I swallowed a lot of aggression. And then he goes, along with a few pizzas. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, they're all jokingly laughing. Like, it's just a perfect along scene. Like, they're just goofing off. Like, yeah. it's basically like an improv scene yeah. where they're all just kind of like, they're reading their lines, but they're all just goofing around in the background. And he nudges Harold Ramos, and Harold Ramos goes, oh, like this. Like, oh, he's like taking the joke and everything. He goes, but yeah, he goes, the main reason was I've had a lot of health issues. And he's like, eh, you can't tell. I'm, I'm a pretty big guy. And they're like, no, no. <laughs> and so, whenever, when we were talking about the pizza the other day, I'm like, you're, you remind me of John Candy in that sense where you're just like, yeah, I've swallowed a lot of aggression along with a couple of pizzas <laughs> and that's so that's that pop culture reference and then it just gets even better where it like you know it goes over to harold Ramos' character and he goes yeah well he goes the reason he goes I- i'm not a really I-, I my father always told me um oh no he, go- he goes i've always been sort of a pacifist he goes my father told me never to hit anyone in anger unless i was absolutely sure i could get away with it <laughs> and and he goes but you know what he goes I promise you, I'm, I'm not sure what kind of soldier I'm going to make, but I'll be behind you guys every step of the way. And then it goes over to Bill Murray and he goes, you know what? Now I see it. I understand why you guys are so great. It's the stories you tell. And he goes, like, Lee Harvey, when you and your friends went out with that cow and your friend tried to make it with the cow, he goes, I want to party with you, man. But you and me together, forget it. <laughs> and he just goes off, but they just have all these great little models. All these little improv. It's just this scene. Yeah. It's just so perfectly done, and it's honestly the movie's worth watching because it's hilarious. Um, I have to watch that. Actually yeah, it's really it's actually really funny, and they're they just goof around the whole time, and they're in the army, and you know, and Bill Murray's just trying to like you know they're trying to train this platoon, and. Bill Murray's Bill Murray, where he's just a sarcastic, you know, sarcastic. Funny and same with hell, Harold yeah. Ramis, the same yeah. thing. They're both very, they both compliment each other in their acting. And John Candy's just a bonus for it. But yeah, that's your, you remind me of John Candy from there, where you're just like, yeah, I've swallowed a lot of aggression along with a few pizzas. <laughs> so yeah, so that's teaching TJ pop culture this week. Teaching TJ pop culture. Yeah, because we have no gaming news this week, so that, that kind of replaced that. Um, but Kaz, my good friend, uh, what is new and exciting? Anything new and exciting this week? Well, I've swallowed a lot of aggression. And a few pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, nope, nothing new. No? Nothing nah, new same exciting? old, same old. Same old Kaz. Same Kaz channel, same Kaz time. Eastern Kazard time. Ha! Eastern Kaz <laughs> Or Western or sp- Pacific. Specific, specific time? Specific time. Don't you mean Pacific time? No, no specific. I think it's specific. It starts specifically at 7 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about that joke was I didn't understand it at first. Oh, so you thought it was specific time too. Yeah, I thought it was. Anyway. Okay. Is the um, DVD face up? Okay, yep. Is it plugged in? All right, there you go, champ. Okay, okay, okay plug it in. Okay, you, you, you got it. There okay, you go. Okay, okay, all right, okay, okay, go, Jim. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Okay, bye. Bye, L- Jillian. Love you too, Jillian. Love you too, Jillian. Oh, hey, Jillian. Oh, what's that weird stuff you let me do in bed? Oh, gross. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. No, totally. I totally like how that feels. <laughs> um, but that's something that is interesting this week that I wanted to touch on. We would like to give a big shout out to the producer, Mr. Brandon Bowden, as he is 
currently uh, on vacation right now as this episode is released. So, you know, we hope you're having fun, Brandon, because, you know. Because we're not. We're sitting here in Canada. He's over there in Florida. Yeah, thanks for having me, buddy. Thanks for having me there, buddy. Friend. And uh, actually, what's interesting is as this podcast is released, um, I will actually also be on vacation, but I'm not leaving Canada. And actually, as this episode's released, I will too be on vacation. It's called a staycation. I'll still be working, but my family's leaving, so I have the house to myself. Is that, and that's like, that's almost like a better thing. Like, I mean, I, like, I, I live in this basement apartment with Sam, so like, if my family upstairs is away, I wouldn't really notice per se. Yeah, that used to be it, but now but it's yeah. just like when there's nobody in the, in the house. You know what they say? When the cat's away, the mice will play. When the cat's away, the cats will play. <laughs> the Casadors will play. <laughs> when the Casador Jones is away, the Casadors will play. There you go. There, there we go. go. There you go. Coined it. There you go. Trademark two guys in the game. Trademarked. But um, what, uh, what, are you, what, are you, what are you playing this week? I feel like that's the same as asking me what's new this week. What's new and yeah. exciting because it's nothing. Are they kind of, see, I, I figured that they'd be like different. Like for me, if you ask me what's up, I'm not going to talk about games. If you ask me what I'm playing, I'm going to talk about games. Right now I'm playing a game called Saving My Money and Not Buying Anything That Costs More Than $10 or $20. I played that game once. Yeah, it's a fun game for me because I'm single and don't have to spend money on lots of things. So I still have income that I can, disposable income if yeah. I need it. But, and that's something that you wouldn't know, along with a couple of pizzas. <laughs> oh, shut yeah, up, Kaz. I, I, I just dropped a lot of a lot of money on something that um, I will report to you guys on next week because there is something very big that's going to be happening to me while I'm away. Newsflash, there is no next week. Dun, 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 dun. Episode 14 is the last episode I got into the game. Podcast <laughs> withdrawal. Yeah, it's going to be a long like week without podcasting. It's going to be just over a week without a podcast. Well, this podcast is going to be up, but yeah. Last podcast I gave you my heart, but the very next podcast you you gave gave it away. This podcast (laughs) saved me from tears. I'll podcast with someone special. Special. (laughs) I missed you so much. Brandon, you're back. We can do a podcast, TJ. No, wait, come back. No. Oh, God fucking damn it. (laughs) They're gone again, Morty. We missed our chance. Oh, jeez, oh, Rick. <laughs> Why do they keep doing this to us? That's I, seriously going to be... It's going to be one guy in a game. Forget it. I'm going to record a podcast solo. You should. I think that'd be really entertaining. One guy in a game featuring two other guys on his one guy in a game podcast that are his friends. So we're going to talk about podcast stuff today. No, we're going to talk about games. You know. I thought we were talking about podcasts. I could just do a podcast with myself. I could just impersonate TJ. I thought we were going to do a podcast. Oh, Ninja Gardner! <laughs> <laughs> so funny to you should be like, yeah, so I'm Hotter, and I'm Kaz, and this is Two Guys in the Game. And so this week, I'd like to talk about, you know, shout-outs and blah, 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 and podcasting and uh, the Podbeard Network. <laughs> and uh, we're really just really excited here, guys. You know, we just, yeah, we just really want to, you know, sell you on this awesome new video game that we are playing this week. So what's new and exciting, Kaz? Um, nothing. Nothing's new and exciting. Everything's boring, and I hate this podcast wow okay guys you don't have to be such a douche see it's working but you're impressed that's literally how we sound i'm not trying it's hard to impersonate people who like 
don't have like that. You can't impersonate. Like if it's just the, someone's voice, you can't impersonate them. I don't really. I, I think I have mannerisms that are easy to impersonate, but I don't really have a voice that's easy to impersonate. I don't think. No, it, yeah. you can't. Just I like can't nobody, say, like, nobody can impersonate, impersonate yeah, me. No. But like I can impersonate other people. Like yeah. like I can like have my friends. I can impersonate them because they just have those mm-hmm. key phrases, and that's where you get a character from. Is you take their yeah, you take yeah. see. Thank you. Yeah. You yeah. take their mannerisms, and then you go like. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm impersonating someone right now. You can't see it. <clears throat> um, and for yeah. good reasons. LOL. <laughs> it would burn your eye sockets if you could see it. Uh, oh, that's mean. That, now, that, now, here's the well, line. Well, Andre the Giant is dead. So you know what? I think it's not too soon. No? Is it too soon? Awkward silence. Initiated. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> Uh, but this week, um, I myself, well, and I was also playing it last week, but uh, I didn't talk about it last week because it's a game you are also still kind of playing. I know that. No, I'm not playing it anymore. Like, no. With that you're not, dumb you're not game. Playing, you're not playing Pokemon Crystal? Oh, yeah. No, I'm playing that game. Yeah, Pokemon Crystal. I literally downloaded Pokemon Crystal and I've been playing the shit out of it. So you've been like walking through the grass and it's all of a sudden it's been like... And then a wild Pidgey comes out and it's like... And then I'm all like, aha, go hoot. Go hooter. <laughs> I nicknamed all my Pokemon after me, Hotter. Go Hotterita. Go Hotter Quill. Go Hotter Dial. Okay. That's such a better idea. <laughs> See, you, should, you, you can still do that. Once nick- you get to Goldenrod, just go to the name raider and just ch- change all the nicknames. I think he's in there. Change all your nicknames to Hotter related things. I should do that with mine. Like, <laughs> go Kazarita. <laughs> Kazarita. Go Kazowl. Go Kazados. Dude, see? There we That's go. Actually, that That's a pretty good well. idea. It is actually so a really we, good Can we idea. tell them the kind of funny thing that we have going on in our games? Yeah. Okay. You go tell them. So, uh, my rival's name is Kaz. Should have been Kazador, but that's okay. I could, Kaz wouldn't fit. Should have called me C. Jones and C. Dot Jones. Always that find ways. Better. Always find ways to make your dreams come true in Pokemon. I figured Kaz was enough. So yeah, Kaz is my rival. Kaziodo, I choose you. Kazazard. No, wait. Would it be Charakaz? No. Kazazard, I choose you. The Kaz has to be first. It always has to be in the front. Kazmon Lee. Oh my gosh. Kazmon Chan. Kaz. Kazirath? Kaziwirl. Kaziwag. Harderath. Kaziwag. Kaziwag. Go Kaz Chop. Go Kaz Champ. Go Kaz Choke. Kaz Choke. Ooh. Your eyes just got so wide when you said. Wait. Kazerpy, Caterpie, Kazerpy, Kazerfree, Yeah, I feel like I can do this all day. Oh Stay yeah, go Kaz, dude, Kaz, dude. He was he was one of my mains. Kaz, dude. Yeah, Kaz or dude. hotter dude. Well, I should have named him hot dude, but hot I dude. called him. That's such a good idea. Why did I think of that? You can just go to the name raider and change them all. Where's the name raider? He's in Golden Rod <laughs> City. What's Golden Rod City? It's the third city you go to. The music sounds like this. I'm at the third city, and he's not, it's not called Gold Rod. I feel like I'm totally lost and in the wrong spot. Oh, uh, you're probably at Azalea Town. That's the second yes, town. Yes, I was just at I consider the oh, towns okay. by gyms. So, yeah, oh, I'm skipping gotcha. Cherry Grove because Cherry Grove is just like, welcome to Cherry Grove. Nothing's here. All right, move on. <laughs> Nothing's here. Welcome to that town that you come to before you actually start the game. So what was, what was your starter in Crystal when you got it? Well... I, I I talked about this a while ago, but I will rehash Just real quick it. To reiterate, I will yeah. rehash it. Re-reiterate. I picked Kazarita, and she evolved into Kazleaf, which evolved into Kazganium, 
And yeah, actually, no. So since we're on this topic about what we're both playing, um, I've actually since then beaten the game, beaten the Elite uh-huh. Four. Uh-huh. I've completely cleared Joe or Kanto, which is like you get to clear all the gyms there. Yeah, yeah. So now my team's finally like. We're we're training on Mount Silver. We're like it's like dun, 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 you know we're we're trying to train up and we're trying to beef up my team. So all my team is now like at level fifty. Meanwhile, in the daycare, I've put two of what are considered Suedo legendaries. And now a sexy correction with your producer. Hey, how's it going? What Zach meant to say here was pseudo legendaries. So all you Pokemon fanboys, don't worry, I got you covered. Do you know what Suedo legendaries are? I do not. Suedo legendaries are from the Mexican conquistador. No, I'm just joking. I'm from the Mexican conquistador. Um, Suedo legendaries are Pokemon that are on par with legendary Pokemon, meaning they have the highest stats. They're very strong. And there's one, or in some cases, there's two. But in most cases, they add one for every generation. There's a Pokemon, and it's most of the time it's a dragon type. So these are like Dragonite, Tyranitar, Salamence, Metagross. Uh, you mean Kazanite. Sorry, sorry, let me start over then. <clears throat> Kazanite, um, Kazranitar, uh, Kazamance, Kazagross. Kazagross doesn't sound that good. Ooh. But he's actually really good. Like Metagross and Kazagross. Yeah, yeah. And like uh, Kazchomp or like Garchomp. You know, all these like, so they keep, and they legendary add Legendary Pokemon they keep adding. They're yeah. like, they're not legendary, but they're like faux legendary. Like they're almost on par with legendary Pokemon. Oh, so they're that gotcha. powerful. And basically, like they have about. higher stats. They can, they can fight like you don't want to go up against them. And of course, haha, the champion just happens to have three Suedo legendaries on his team, which are just so fucking fun to fight. It's because they had such a shortage of Dragon type Pokemon in the first two gens. They were just like, well, "What do we give the Dragon Tamer? Just give him three Dragonites. It's fine. They'll be able to beat him." And then all of a sudden, it's like, the music really feels like you're like dying because you can't beat three Dragonites unless you like have a whole team of ice types. Like, I mean, I did it without ice types, but that's because Casganium is just not an ordinary Pokemon. So, Casganium? Yeah, so that's where I'm at. I'm just like training up my Kazakross and my. That doesn't work on that one. Tauros, you can't, you can't do anything. He's, just, he's still Tauros. He's just Tauros. Tauros. No, it doesn't Tauros. work. No. No. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, I, I picked uh, Hot Isle. Hot Isle? I love Hot Isle. Yes, Hot Isle. And he just evolved. Um, Into Hot Isle? Uh, Hot Isle. Um, but I, I can't lie. I, I miss, I miss Hot Isle. No, Hot Isle is pretty sick. He is cool. Um, and then I have my, my Hot Dude. Hod dude. Who is probably pretty close to evolving into ho- hod, hod, Hodler. Hodler. <laughs> See, I'm not as good thinking up of them. And then there's Hodlum after that, but yeah. you need to trade with somebody, yeah. so you'll never get Hodlum. I know. I don't really want Hodlum, though. I don't like Hodlum. I think, he, I think he's a stupid-looking Pokemon. He's a rock with a snake head. Like, what? Who? What? But I'm still waiting for my, uh, my hod, hod, ch- hod Chop. Hod Chop? I want to get my Hod Chop soon. So you can get Hod Choke and then Hod Champ? Yeah. Mm. Hod Choke. Hod choke. Hod choke sounds sexy. It's mm. my new porno. It's called Hod choke. Oh, oh kinky yeah. alert! Kinky alert! Kinky Cut. alert! Kinky alert! <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a kinky alert. <laughs> okay, that's no. enough. Anyway, out of you. Um, yeah, and then I'm trying to think what else I have on my team. Um, oh yeah, I have a uh, uh, my my hoot, who's <laughs> a hoot hoot. 
uh, hoot. So hot hoot. Hot hoot or hoot hot? Uh, no, no, it's hot hoot. Hot hoot. Because because the whole joke is I have to explain this real quick. This is actually a me teaching Kaz something about re- wrestling. Actually, so that's not even pop culture. It's teaching Kaz about wrestling, brother. I'm looking up at the ceiling with my mouth open. Oh. Just a quick, quick, funny thing though, because you may hear me once in a while reference something as like I'll be like, like when I talk about Brandon, I'll call him Hoot sometimes. Not okay. on the podcast. Me have he- heard me talk about it. I'll be like, oh yeah, hoot, blah blah blah. Hoot is a term of endearment that I use, and then a lot of um, a couple of uh, wrestlers I really like use. That's why I got it from. And okay, I have no business using it, but I do anyway. So the whole point is, there was a wrestler in the eighties. There's a tag team, and the one guy, his nickname was Hoot. It was Punky and Hoot. I don't know. That's just what they called them in <laughs> the business. Punky and Hoot. Punky. So these two oh, wrestlers punk-y. that I like, <laughs> you have a dog named Brandon. <laughs> Movie references. (laughs) So these two wrestlers started using hoot as a term of endearment. But on top of that, so when I call someone hoot, it's a term of endearment. Mm. But on top of that, they'll add things to it. So they'll be like, you know, like um, Brandon's producer hoot. I'm podcast hoot. Okay. You can be Kaz hoot because that's just, that's you. Kazoot. Kazooie. Kaz hoot. Kazooie. I can be Kazooie. (gasps) Oh. Hotter and Kazooie. It's the Banjo-Kazooie revival that we've always wanted. And I'll just hide in your backpack. And I'll be like, ah, ah. I'll just poke out. And I'll be like, Kaz! Kaz! <laughs> and Sam's ginger hoot. So yeah, so I, when I got the hoot hoot, because I, I, I wanted a flying type from this generation, right? Because I didn't want a Pidgey or a Sparrow. So I was like, oh, I'm going to yeah. get him. And then from what I remember, his evolve is actually pretty decent. Should have got a, ha- a Hodmery. What's that? It's like a Casmery, but it's like a Hodmery. I don't know what it's that's a Pokemon steel flying is. type. It's a steel bird. You know what, the steel what bird. The hell is this? Skarmory? Yeah. You don't know what Skarmory is? No. Oh, dude. I traded one over. I kind of cheated because, like, I, I traded one over from my silver playthrough. I caught a Skarmory, and I was like, I really want a cool flying type for my next playthrough. So on gold, I traded over a Skarmory. It's a flying steel type. Badass. It's nice. It's like indestructible. The only thing that can beat it is fire and electricity and water and, and ground. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I got my hoot. So I call him Hoot, obviously. Yeah. So that's the big joke. So hot. Um, then I have a, uh, for the first time ever, I'm tr- I'm trying to train a uh, Bellsprout. Bellsprout. Because what I didn't know about Bellsprout, because I always thought he was, aside from having rap in the first generation, because the thing is for me is I've never really played through a sec- even a second generation game. So this is a new thing for me, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad I did that. And that's going to lead into our topic today in a second. But I never trained the Bellsprout. But anytime I went up against a higher level Bellsprout, they always would kick my ass. And I'm like, what is the deal? I didn't know that as they get stronger, their attack goes up like crazy, but then they have no defense. So you can like one hit them, but they can one hit you. Yeah. So yeah, I decided to make him my grass type. And then I have um, a Togepi, unfortunately. You've got an Ipagot. A what? An Ipagot. An Ipagot? Yeah, spell Togepi backwards. Uh, Ipagot. Revenge of the Ipagot. Ipagot's like the evil Togepi. It's like Togepi's oh. evil twin brother. <laughs> I'm Ippagod. No, that actually a thing? No. I, I, I don't fucking know. No, no. Maybe no. like the, the fifth generation, they'll be like, oh yeah, here's actually, Togepi. Actually, to- Togetic is pretty good though. Yeah. Once you evolve Togepi. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I have no patience for it. And then I have an Onyx that I traded, but he, he stopped listening to me because I didn't have the badge, so I just gave up on him. 
Um, who else do I have? I have a tentacool that I caught because I needed a water type, but uh, I don't have any use for him anymore. You should just wait to get the R Gyarados, yo. Yeah, that's what I want to do. He's like way OP because like uh, what you wouldn't know about shiny Pokemon in the first game, the red Gyarados was like the first shiny Pokemon most people encountered. Yeah, but in the original game, shiny Pokemon were determined by their individual values, so that means all their stats like where how like how many individual values they have into each stat mm -hmm. they were all maxed out so basically if you train that red gyarados you can't lose like red gyarados yeah, is he's really yeah he's like one of the strongest pokemon you can catch in the game I aside from other shiny pokemon day, yeah. obviously so if you see another shiny pokemon and you're like oh my god catch yeah. it because it's got perfect stats and use it because it will be mm -hmm. as I long as it's a good it pokemon it's like if it's like something stupid like a ditto don't use it is Ditto that bad of a Pokemon? Yeah, all he does is transform. He's just like this pile of goon. He's just like, hey, look at me. I can transform into you. And you're like, oh my god. He's a monster. Kill it. Kill it with fire. I will never forget the picture, the meme I saw of a Ditto that's dressed as a prostitute. And it was like, I can be whatever you want me to be, baby. Well, that's because like, they use the it for fuck? breeding. Yeah. Ditto's a big breeding Pokemon. So. Yeah. It's a hooer. <laughs> it is a hooer. But yeah, but so Pokemon best. Crystal. Um, It's funny because... I'm glad that I went back to play it because it's one of those games that I did miss. I never really played because um, I played gold and silver a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and gold and silver aren't what we consider like, you know, what would you call a crystal? Like when you're looking at it, like what, what is a crystal to you? A crystal is a see-through uh, No, 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 object. no. Like what's the, what would be another term for a crystal? A gem. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's where I was going. Oh, okay. Well, I was, I was, I was, I was jumping. So were you. The gem. Yes, I was jumping the gun. Um, and I do consider, in a way, we're not going to talk about this game as one on this list. Even but, though we just talked about it for five years. Well, but that's because we're leading into the fact that we're going to be talking about some hidden gems today. Yes. And what we categorize as a hidden gem isn't necessarily a game that um, you guys may have heard of this game. But to us, like all the games, the five games I have that I chose to talk about... I don't hear people talk about these games either at all or enough. I think they deserve more credit. Yep. Eventually, we're probably going to do a list about underrated games. Because I know last week we talked about Black Flag. Yeah, and then we'll do games that are less common and then more common. And then we're going to do like, you know. Your typical run-of-the-mill games no one cares We're going to go through like how the items work in like MMORPGs. You know, yes. it's like uncommon, common. Crafted. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be indie game. Crafted. Minecrafted. <laughs> Let's talk about our top 10 Minecraft moments. All right, there was this one time where I fell through a hole and found diamonds. Oh, wow, that was a really good moment. Thank you. Now let's talk about my other, let's talk about my other favorite Minecraft moments. So there's one time I spawned a world, yeah, and I turned around and there was a manor. Oh, my God, that must have been fun. No, it happens to me all the time. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. What are you imitating right now? Nothing. I'm just doing my voice as a Minecraft podcaster. No offense to Prog Rocker. I love you, Prog Rocker. I'm just doing like, you know, a back and forth between mine, like two kids. Like, is that how Minecraft kids sound? You know, like, oh, 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 look at this. There's a horse. I'm going to go team this horse. Hey, I found diamonds down here. No way. And an emerald. Whoa. <laughs> That's a new voice. I like that voice. That's Minecraft kid. <laughs> That's a Minecraft kid. He kind of sounds like um, the great Cornholio. Who's that? Beavis and Butthead? No. What? <laughs> I don't know. Saying, you know who they are? Who'd you quote I'm for? Ned. <laughs> I, I, I'm Ned. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we're they're gonna, coming right at us. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love all the South Park references the last like three episodes. It makes me so happy. Uh, I've just been watching a lot of South Park, so yeah. that's why I'm referencing it so much because uh, they just have so many funny things. Not to is. mention in, in Fractured Butthole, you can call Ned and Jimbo in at any time on their their uh, their radio, and you can radio them in, and they like they're like an assistant, so they come in, and they'll shoot at enemies for you. So, but it's like it's literally like there they are, they're coming right at us, and then they just start gunning and down, <laughs> and it's and then all of a sudden Ned pulls out a freaking grenade. <laughs> throws it at them they're coming right at us it's just <laughs> so good because they had that show right yeah. in like the first season of the gun yeah where they keep what is it the mexican staring frog yeah oh no there it is did you see it there it was the mexican staring frog i i blame I south park it. for my mexican obsession montaquilla window window montaquilla windex windex good montaquilla good he's learning so anyway, hidden gems. Hidden um, gems with so, TJ and Cass, or hotter and Cass, or TJ and Zach. Hotter and Cass, thermal <clears throat> detonator. <laughs> so, um, what we've done is each of us has picked uh, a few games to talk about, and what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about why we think the game is so good, um, and then potentially why the game failed for whatever reason, okay. or if it didn't fail, we'll talk about maybe why it's no longer talked about and why it's considered a hidden gem. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool. It yeah. Cool. I think it's a good idea. Totally. Oh my God. Totally a good idea. You're so Look right. Marvin. Jessica. <laughs> I said Jessica. No, Marvin's much more. We don't oh, talk about We don't talk about Marvin yet. He'll make an appearance one day on the podcast. No, maybe. This is Jessica Hotter. Um, anyway. So, uh, this is Courtney Jones. <laughs> this is Courtney Jones. CJ. I got, that was really smart. That was really funny. Yeah. Good job, Kaz. Uh, so the first game that I would like to talk about. We're going old school. We're going so old like school. Is, the school's been abandoned and shut down for decades. It actually has. <gasps> um, I read an auction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's your game? So um, this is probably the oldest game we've talked about on this podcast before, I think. I want to say it is. I'm trying to think, and I don't. I don't know because it was uh, 96, I 96? believe, which is re- which it's released. Um, I don't have any Ocarina dates. Enough time isn't a hidden gem, TJ. Oh yeah, so it's not the oldest game we've talked. About. <laughs> anyway, um, and this game, it was a computer game. Oh okay, um, but it's been it also was ported on a couple of consoles, I think, but uh, mainly a computer game. Mainly um, now, Kaz, let me give you kind of a, a checklist here. Right? A synopsis. Okay. Let me give you a quick little thing here. So actually, an equation, more saying, dark fantasy plus FPS that uses the Doom engine times a staff that shoots fireballs and other matters instead of a gun that uses bullets divided by amazing background music with creepy as shit elements into it with the square root of that. That was all I have. Oh, what do you get with that? What's, what's the what's square the root? Square root of 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 awesome. You get. Uh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> Brain bleed. You get is that heretic? <sighs> Do you know the game Heretic, Casador Jones? No, I don't. Okay, so basically, what Heretic is and was because it's now it kind of was relaunched. Uh, it was and it was called Hexen. Hexen, you know Hexen at all? No. Okay, so basically, I can understand why I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's it's a very kind of obscure game. But what Heretic was um, is basically it was. Literally the Doom engine game. Okay. With a unique dark fantasy story. Um, you were a, like a wizard that had a staff instead of a gun and you shot your enemies and stuff with fireballs and other magic. <clears throat> um, 
Fireballs? Yeah. Yum! Really in-depth story, really amazing worlds and enemies. Um, I never hear anyone talk about this game. And the and reason for why... good I reason. Think, no, I'm just joking. No. I'm just well, joking. And the reason why I think it is such a cool game um, is because it was... One, there was a couple things that it did. Um, it was the first game to ever like really scare the shit out of me. It taught you how to walk, didn't uncle. it? No. Taught me how to walk. Taught me how to walk and I, read I, a little I, bit. I figured out how to walk in this game. <laughs> oh, dad, I look out at how me. I shit my pants, actually. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you were doing that way before <laughs> that game. Hey, yo. <laughs> and I was 24. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> no, but um, it was a game that... Here comes a here comes a premise as far as you have a game like Doom that is a legendary game in the sense of what it did first real first yeah. person shooter and everything, yeah. and then they twisted it. Okay, now let's make this like a fantasy type game made by John Romero who made the Doom games and everything. Okay, um, I played it on a whim when I was younger, and one thing aside from the tightest hell controls, it's a really easy game to pick up and play. Um, it is still very challenging. Yeah. But the story draws you in. I'm not going to talk about the story because you guys should just check it out. It's yeah. a really good game. Yeah. Um, I think it still aged quite well, too. I feel like a lot of the first, like, older first-person shooters still aged really well in the sense of, like, you can still pick them up and play them. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. It's still the same concept. Um, something I'll never forget about the game was the background music because aside from just having this great background music, like, you'll be, like, out in, like, a town. Okay. Just hanging out, getting ready to kill bad enemies and stuff and, like, monsters. Yo, what's up? I'm a wizard. Don't mess with me. Or fireballs, run! <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Actually, they run at you, and you're like, they're coming right for us. <laughs> they're they're coming right at us. Fireballs. Um, but what was interesting about the music? Because I know that we talk a lot about music on this podcast, for the background music and that. Yeah. Um, it took. There's little things that added in, like random church bells, demonic laughter, and other just really creepy noises. So you'd like be. Walking is that the game looking. where it's just like oh banana? No, oh okay, <laughs> that's not it. Oh. I, I, I remember that happening. <laughs> it may have been like Ooh, banana, <laughs> banana, <laughs> banana. Anyway, um, apparently, uh, quick side note here. Uh, whenever apparently I get mad at Sam and I'm ranting to her, which rarely happens for the record. Apparently, all she ever hears hears me say is blah 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 banana. That's all she ever hears. So she hears you say minion talk, basically. Basically, that's all she hears. Anyway, um, that was a quick, funny... I tweeted that one time. Um, Retweet that. (laughs) Retweet the shit out of that. Um, So, yeah, basically, just what it does is it creates this very tense atmosphere because you're walking, looking for enemies. And there was one part of the game where I'm in this town that was, like, abandoned. All the people were killed. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking for this one enemy. And, like, it's just... Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Oh, I was playing it at night. And I was like, literally, I don't remember how old I was, but I was, I was way too young to be playing a game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like my, and then my uncle came and like, scared the shit out of me. And I was like, wah, wah. And yeah, um, really good game. Amazing atmosphere. Um, Hidden gem. The only reason really why <laughs> the game, I think, isn't wasn't more popular at the time, because it still did fairly well. Yeah. But it was because it was released along because it, it was so similar to Doom, people were kind of like another Doom game. They're like, this Lord of the Rings stupid. for Doom. Basically, that's, that's, that's what it seemed like. So a lot of people kind of just passed it over and then they've tried to, like I they said, basically they basically were like, you shall not pass. <laughs> we like guns. <laughs> <and> <laughs> They're coming right at us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
But yeah, so that was the only reason why I didn't do better. Um, but it's a game that I think has a bit of a cult following still to this yeah. day. And then they did really try to um, kind of redo the series with Hexen, which I know was on the N64, which was the same premise. Okay. But uh, yeah, so that was Heretic. Cool. Hey there, guys. We're just going to cut in here for a moment to talk about our studio headsets that we are wearing right now. The Regent. That's right, Kaz. The Regent headphones are studio's premium on-ear models that are great for home use, on the go, or even studio use. Now, what's great about these headphones is they have an impeccable clarity and instrumental tones as well as an overall well-balanced sound. Because I know what you guys are thinking. Hey, guys, they sound great for music, but what about podcasting? Well, I think personally, I don't think we've ever sounded better. No, and these are just like comfortable compared to the old headphones that I was wearing. These just blow them out of the water. They are so comfortable. We cannot stress that enough. And what else is great about these headphones is they are fully Bluetooth. They can go with any different Bluetooth device and they have 24 hours of active battery life. If you leave these headphones on while you're doing something, forget about them for a couple hours. When you come back to them, they'll still be going, guys. You don't even have to worry about it. But also, aside from the 24 hours of active battery life, they have 20 days of standby life. So if you leave these headphones on without turning them off, they will still be working in 20. You could literally go away for a week and come back and they'll be like, oh, they're still going. Cool. Now, the Regent, as well as having this awesome Bluetooth capability, supreme comfort and a great sound, also has a wired option, which we are currently using. And what's great is you don't lose any sound quality. It sounds just as good as they do on the Bluetooth. And you can also personalize your Regent headphones with interchangeable caps on the side here. They have like a black marble, a white marble, really, really cool design. They're beautiful headphones. They incorporate a ultra modern, very sleek Scandinavian design. And they are just, uh, they're very sharp headphones. Yes. They really are. And on top of that, they are very affordable, like extremely affordable. Yes. Especially comparing them to like a $400 pair of like beats or something, which in my opinion, I think these blow those out of the water. Just saying, <laughs> but as well as being affordable, if you guys go on their website right now, studio.com, that's S U D I O studio.com and use our coupon code two guys. That's two guys in all capitals. One word, two guys, you will get 15% off your order. On top of that, they also have free worldwide shipping. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you are, they'll get these headphones to you with free worldwide shipping. What's not to like, guys? Don't wait another second. Go on studio.com right now. Join the revolution. Join us in these awesome headphones. Yes. Okay, guys, so we're going to take a quick second to give a much-needed shout-out to our good friend, Mr. Jason Reese from Jaybird Digital Arts. Whether you guys need T-shirts, logos, business cards, phone manipulation, custom art, anything like that, Jason is your guy. You've seen our logo. You've seen how awesome it is. Hit him up today by going to www.jbirddigitalarts.com. That is J-A-Y-B-I-R-D digitalarts.com. Go there right now. Right now, guys. Just don't... Pause the podcast. <laughs> Jaybird Digital Arts. Digital Arts. <laughs> <laughs> what's, a, what's a hidden gem you have, Cass? I would like to take a moment to talk about my hidden gems and where they all stem from, if that's okay with you. That is okay with me. Mr. Hotter. The floor is yours, Cass. <clears throat> it's okay. You can keep the floor. Um, I'm not really into laminate. Yeah, it's pretty old. Okay. So, um, no. I just want to say 
I have to do a quick, it's like a mini shout out and I will shout him out again to my best friend, David Morrison. I called David. him and I was like, hey dude, I need some help on these hidden gems because like you give me all my hidden gems. Like you complete me as a hidden gem. And he's like, oh yeah, sure dude, I can give you some hidden gems. And right off the top of his head, he lay, he just like laid it all out. He gave me four great hidden gems and I've talked about a couple of them already on here, but I didn't realize like at the time, like when I was talking with them, like they are pretty much hidden gems. Like only like if you don't know about it, then you don't know about it kind of thing. So one of them I want to start off with is one that lots of people know about, but I still think it's a hidden gem. And at the time it was because it just kind of vanished for about a good six years and it only had a small cult following. It is called Dead Rising. Yes. And that game now, nowadays, if you say Dead Rising, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I played Dead Rising 3 and 4. And you're like, it's not the same, man. You imbecile. You are like. You, sir, are an asshole. <laughs> you, sir, are an asshole. And you made me drink my spill. So, and it's just like, yeah. And so, it's one of those games that was just like, when my. These games are games that either I showed to David or he showed to me. And they're hidden gems to me because I would have never played them in a million years. And he always yeah. just kind of like found these obscure games. He'd be like, oh, you got to try this. And he would, he knew I would like it. And I would always be like, nah, go away, you. Go away, you. But then um, I'd love it. And so like Dead Rising was one for me where I've talked about it, where I literally hoarded it from him after I started playing it. Yes. I did not give it back to him. He was like coming over to my house this and like, dude, good. he's like, you need to give me my game back. And I'm like, no! <laughs> and so the reason why it's such a hidden gem is it was such a ridiculous game. It didn't care about the graphics. It was the first one of the first games to be released on the Xbox 360. Yes. And it was so silly. It got sued for copying Dawn of the Dead, which is hilarious because it was identical to Dawn of the Dead, except for the fact that you're not a group of people. You're just one person and you're just trying to get the scoop on what the hell's going on with the zombie apocalypse thing. And it's just so great. Like, it's just such a fun game. It's not easy. It's difficult. Like, it has so many challenging moments. The boss fights in it aren't easy. Like, there's a crazy guy in the gun shop named Cletus who's just like, don't come near me or I'll shoot you. And you can't beat him. Like, he's, like, impossible. Like, your first playthrough of the game, you cannot beat him. He's just, like, he owns you. And then there's, like, a crazy clown that attacks you halfway through the game. And it's, like, the scariest thing. And I remember fighting the clown. And I was like, this is not, I don't want to play this game anymore. And then I just kept playing. I endured because it got fun. Mm -hmm. There were so many random boss fights. And they're called psychopaths. Like, they've, yeah, got, they've yeah. broken because of... The they're not necessarily right? zombies. No, they're, they're just yeah. crazy. Like they're your boss fights, right? And so you've got like the <coughs> sorry, the main bad guys. Like he's trying to like he's the one who's infecting everyone. His name's Carlito Keys. He is Espanol. See, I think that there's a reason why I'm obsessed with Mexicans because everything obsesses with Mexicans nowadays. Everything. It's not just me. Sorry. Okay. Off topic. So anyway, so Carlito Keys back in the fan. Carlito Keys is like, I did this. I want the world to know about the zombies because this asshole doctor turned my whole village into zombies. So I'm getting back at him and that's pretty much it. And then, so Frank West is your main character. He's also just made it a recent appearance in Dead Rising 4, which I'm, not going to touch base on, but Dead Rising 4 was not the game I wanted it to be. Still good, mm. still fun, but they kind of changed everything about Frank West. He's not Frank West anymore. Like, he was just funny back in the day, and the voice actor for him just had him down. It was a great humor, and the whole game's just ridiculous. Graphics, nobody, you shouldn't care about graphics in 2006 when this game came out. And... Yeah, it was just a great free exploring game. You could literally do whatever you want. You didn't have to follow the storyline. You could just goof around and do whatever you want. Who cares? And it was an RPG. 
you leveled up, you learned new skills. There were skills, which is cool. Yeah, like there were different like ways to kill zombies, just like hand fighting, like like bear fisting basically. <laughs> and it was so funny because you get up to this one point where you start learning these ridiculous moves that would just not be real at all in the game. Like, um, <laughs> one's called the disemboweler or disembowel oh God. and Frank literally runs up to zombies and he punches them and he rips their bowels out and you could just do this to all like you could be in a horde of zombies and it's just like ah, oh, oh, you're just like going insane ripping zombies oh, so good and like there's all these crazy kicks you can do you can jump off like the like the second floor of a shopping center and like do a knee drop into a horde of zombies and just be like totally fine and mechanics of the game were ridiculous but it was so much fun just a really fun lots game. of hidden things it was Capcom and they like threw a bunch of gaming references like Mega Man you get Mega Man's Mega Blaster and it was like blow things up and which is freaking hilarious i remember i remember that yeah. yeah so there were lots of fun things and yeah so that's one of my hidden gems and it might not be a hidden gem to a lot of people but for people who haven't played the first dead rising i mean it has been re-released since then on xbox one and ps4 mm-hmm. so if you haven't played it go out give it a chance it is hard to play if you're not into that kind of gaming but it is so much fun once you get into it and it's worth the play because it actually gives you a challenge for sure um yes. And that's a game I played a little bit too, and it was one that was really good. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Very good game. Um, the next game that I'm going to talk about, I'm going to just kind of touch on somewhat briefly um, because I think that this game is pretty well known, but I think it's known for the wrong reasons. Uh, and that is Spec Ops The Line. Now, the only reason why this game isn't more popular and didn't sell really, really well was its timing. Ah, and timing is everything. Yes, it is. Uh, this game was released in 2012, which everybody knows belonged to Call of Duty. That was when Black Ops 2 came out. Cod. I believe it came out. I believe it came out after Black Ops 2, if I'm not mistaken. So there was just no attention on this game. Call of Fish Sticks. Yes. Um, but what is cool about this game is, aside from the fact that number one, it is mostly story driven. Okay. Um, it's a unique location that immediately sets it apart. Um, from all other shooters, it takes case. It takes place in Dubai after a sandstorm of biblical proportions. You are the commander of a small strike team that is sent in to find a certain character. Um, but what's cool is because it's so based on story, you just grow attached to these characters. But as the game progresses, it has very fluid third-person combat. Okay. Um, it always gives you the choices and shows the damage that you've caused, which all ties into the story. And people know this game mainly because of one moment, which I would say spoiler alert, but I think at this point, everyone knows this moment in this game. There's like a 10 year period for. for spoiler alert. So if yeah. you haven't played something for 10 years, then that's your fault. Yeah. Sorry about your luck. But um, in this game, there's a moment where like you basically have, you basically make a call to, um, drop like a bomb or something on this one spot. To throw a thermal detonator over here. Ha-ha, you're going to get the best there. of me. And um, <laughs> there were like 80 Al-Qaeda. I took out 67 of them. <laughs> thermal detonator. You're not getting me. <laughs> oh, but like basically you, like you kill like hundreds of innocents by accident. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's and like the scene's really intense and like your guy, basically as the game progresses, you see the effects of the stuff you've done and it shows the mental effects of war and death on a soldier. And it's very, very real. Like yeah. it gets super real and he like loses his mind. And Is the line like cocaine? No. Spec Ops, the line of cocaine. <laughs> no, I don't know if it gets that hardcore. Um, but uh, it's definitely one of those games. Yeah, that, I have actually haven't heard of it. So yeah, it's kind of it's mostly known. Like if you, if there's a lot of like top ten like 
like most tragic moments in gaming or like top 10 most intense moments in gaming that that moment's usually on there yeah because you basically drop napalm on a village because you think that you're they're like we have to get through this village and there's all these soldiers in there because they see on their scanners there's all these people and so you think they're soldiers but it turns out there's literally like four soldiers there and they're just trying to help the people so you drop this napalm on the thing and the rest are all just women and children yeah it's like, terrible. Like hundreds of them. And then awful. you go to the soldier and they're like, why did you do this? And they're like, you were in our way. And they were like, we weren't helping. And then they all die. And you see thousands of children and women. And then, just and then you just hear the ringing and it's like, dun, 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 dun. And you're like, uh, no. What did I do? Look at my hands. Uh, Look at my shame. hands, Morty. So yeah, oh. it gets really intense, but it's a really, really good game. And it's not really, it's more known for it's like, shock effect more than anything and it's just a game that does deserve more attention because so people yeah. should check it out they definitely should check it out you should check it out at the cash register check it out man check it out let them know that hotter and cash sent you you will get no discount at all yeah what is discount what is the discount what's a count even what i'm a count, count. nobody count messes with Casador jones count kaz so get kaz what's another hidden gem for you i would like to talk about I would like to take a moment to talk about another hidden gem. This one is called the Gemerald. No, I'm just <laughs> no, it's not a Gemerald. Gemariah. Um, this one actually is really interesting because I would. This is one I never would have even thought of until David said it to me, and I was like, "Holy crap!" And he said, "You actually got me hooked on this series," and I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "I can't believe I forgot about this." And this game was out for the PlayStation. I'm not sure if it was out on PlayStation 1. Definitely PlayStation 2. Definitely PlayStation Portable. And that's where I first learned about it. It was on the PlayStation Portable. And it was Ape Escape. Yes, Ape Escape. See? Okay, yes. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. so this is a hidden that gem a because really these game. this game that game series has gone. Like it's it like is. they still reference it in certain games. Like I think like there's like the all-star Sony Racing or whatever where you can play as one of the characters from it. But it's just a series that kind of just fell off. But it was so much fun. It's just ridiculous. Like the concept was all these freaking retarded monkeys running around. They're like, ah, yeah, we're monkeys. And and the main character's like, don't worry, Grandpa. I'll go catch all these monkeys with my butterfly net. And you just run around, and each level you have to catch a certain amount of these escaped apes. Oh, now I get it. I get what the game's called. Ape escape. And so (laughs) you go, they're coming right at us. (laughs) (laughs) They're coming right at us. (laughs) And um. And you just go and you catch these apes, but they're all like, they can all talk and they're all intelligent because they're wearing these helmets and yeah, everything. Yeah. And it's just this really funny game. And it's so N64-y. Like, that's what it I was. Yeah. But it, it came out on the PS2. And maybe that's why it's not so successful is because they were probably like, hey, we need to compete with like the GameCube and the N64 and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, well, here's a game that people are going to love. And it just like totally just underrated did not take off as much as people thought it would and it's probably lost now like only people from like 10 years ago will actually yeah. know about like, i know it but like i i don't only because I, I played it on a whim like i never yeah and that was me like i played it and then I, I played through it a little bit and then i got to a part where i got stuck and i was like yeah you know what here you go david try ape escape and he's like ape escapes my favorite i don't know why i went brooklyn there but whatever is, is he from brooklyn nah he just knows brooklyn rage so well there you go yeah, so that's Ape Escape. Uh, yeah. Well, that's cool. And speaking of uh, fun games that remind you of, well, I guess older games in a way, um, the next game I want to talk about is one that all these games on this list you should definitely check out, but this one is super you easy super to check, check out. This one out. You should super check this one out. Because um, <laughs> it's still really easy to find and get. Okay. And that is Castle Crashers. 
Oh my god! Yeah, that one's amazing. Yeah, and hell yeah. The reason why some people might go, I wouldn't even seriously? say that's like a like. It's not there's. Weird. I have a reason as to why it's a hidden gem, though. I'll tell you why. Some people might disagree with me on this one. This one might be a bit of a uh, a controversial uh, one for this hit list, but um. The reason why is if you have never heard of this 2D beat-em-up multiplayer game, you need to because there are so many people in my personal life I've mentioned this game to. Like, enough people that I'm like, what? You haven't played CC? So I literally, what I did the other night is when I was kind of like thinking about this list, I was like, I wanted to think of a game that I thought was really popular. And then I looked it up and was like, wait. I don't think it's as popular as I think it is. Um, and I looked up this game and I was looking up like things in blogs and stuff. And like, there wasn't a lot of people talking about it. Hmm. So that's weird. Cause I was thinking either this game or shovel Knight, but shovel Knight definitely isn't a hidden gem because shovel Knight, like it's everyone still popular knows yeah. and everybody knows it. And but the reason why I love this game so much, and there's not really a reason as to why, cause I think it's still, it sold well and it did well. Yeah. Like, it just, it was one it's that, a gem, but I don't think it's a hidden, like, I don't, I don't think know. it's super hidden. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like it's pretty well known because I, that was like one of the first games I got on my 360. When was I first it? got my 360, it was just like instant download yeah. this game. Maybe like, I'm wrong on this. Like, and, and hey, let me know if I am. But in, in no, my but you opinion, might be it's... right nowadays. It might not be, but like they it's, were even still advertising it pretty hardcore. Like, even maybe just, like, it's more just ago. that it's forgotten. Yeah, now, like, because when I a, a most a lot of these games that I thought were hidden gems, I was looking them up and like I'm okay. There's a lot of like there's a lot of people talking about these games still to this day. Whereas this one, I don't see a lot on. Yeah. So maybe that's why. But basically, for those of you who aren't familiar, really simple controls, really simple combat. And then the just watch friends, you talking about it right yeah. now. And then tomorrow, it's like, Castle Crashers 2 announced. Get ready to play your favorite Castle Crashers game. With yeah. Harder and Cast. No. <laughs> Castle Crashers. <laughs> Welcome to Castle Crashers, where every character you play as is Kaz. <laughs> But basically, it's just it's a really fun game. Um, really super colorful 2D graphics. Really funny humor. Um, you just turn a little badasses after a while. Uh, even if you're a new gamer, you can pick up this game and jump in. If you're in a and it's nude super, gamer, <laughs> it doesn't. If you're a nude gamer, it works too. But yeah, like, like I said, maybe I'm wrong on this one. <laughs> Like, Kaz kind of disagrees that it's a hidden gem. No, no, no. Like, um, maybe that's just my opinion, too, because I know about it. So maybe it's because be. you, you were an Xbox 360 guy, right? Yeah, and, like, all my friends, yeah. like, we all played it all the time. Like, we leveled our nights up. Like, our main nights were, like, level 80 by the time we finished playing. We played through that game so much. Mm-hmm. And, like, I leveled up different nights, and we ended up getting to the point where we were just, like, leveling up every night just ridiculously, unlocking all the, like, hidden characters and whatever we could do. And, yeah, so it's fun. It's definitely a very good game if you guys haven't heard of it. You should definitely check it out. Yeah. Castle Crashers. Castle Crashers. <coughs> All right. So, my turn? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Just, you can't just nod at me and be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I nodded at you too. Like, okay, continue, Kaz. I'm try- I'm scratching my scruff that I have to shave off in a half hour. <laughs> I don't want to say goodbye. I'll miss you, scruff. Don't want to close my eyes. Okay, then. Um, I guess the next one I'll talk about would be... Would be another hidden uh, gem. What are you doing? Never mind. I'm just... Don't worry about it. Keep going. Um, Okay. So another hidden gem I will talk about right now is a game that I... This one I kind of thought of on my own. 
And like the next couple games that I could talk about, I've already spoken about. So I've like kind of like brought them up and see, you know, to the point where I'm like, oh, I really like this game. It was so good and blah, blah, blah. And this is why I liked it. Um, But yeah, one of them would be Crisis Core. Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Yes. And I've talked about it, so I won't get into it too deep. I just wanted to mention it. And I'll give, actually, I'll just give a couple of these games I've already talked about, just a quick mention. Final Fantasy Crisis Core, the reason why it's a hidden gem is because it was only released on the PSP, which, as we all know, stands for, like, people suck playing things, whatever. Or the abbreviation could be a lot of things, like poop sucking Penises? No, that's People terrible. Sucking penises. Uh, penis sucking poops or whatever. Anyway, so it was only out on that console. Polished shit people. Yeah. And uh, and it was just like, it was such a good game. Probably shit. It was products. like the only game I actually played on the PSP all the time. I remember just like, that was the one reason to own a PSP was because of this game. It was because of the, yeah. And it, I'm so sad that it has not made a release onto the main consoles, I don't think. I don't believe it. I haven't heard, I had never heard of the game until you mentioned it. I don't know. It, so. Maybe you could look it up and see if it's on there now. Maybe I'm wrong and if it is, then I should really go buy a PS4. But it's a game that like they should have released on a main console. It's so good. It tells the prologue to Final Fantasy VII, which is so many people's favorite game. So that's why that one's a hidden gem. It really just tells the whole story leading up to Final Fantasy VII, which is what you need. And then after that, I talked about Tales of Vesperia, which is another one that is a hidden gem along with lots of the tales game. If you're not into like what the tales games are, you won't really know what these games are, but they are in a sense, hidden gems like they're like JRPGs. And yeah. Like, they're JRPGs yeah. that are imported over here and they're so good. They make you think they're fun real time. And you get to just like enjoy yourself with it. Leveling up your characters. It's very final fantasy esque where if you haven't played them before, I definitely recommend it. It takes a little while to get used to because they all change their battle styles and the way things go. But for the most part, they stay true to um, like their battle styles and it's always fun storyline wise. You really get attached to the characters and the final boss fight's always really tough. It's not just like, oh, I'm just gonna go to this boss fight and kill it. Like you actually have to like train and battle and like it's not a game you can just pick up and play and no it's it's, it's yeah. a very intense game um and then what was the last game i was going to talk about there i had one and i was like i don't really know if it's so much underrated but i feel like so much a hidden gem it's overlooked a lot of the time and maybe i'm wrong on this one i could be very wrong but i was just thinking about it is legend of zelda the minish cap Yes, that I one's see, I, consider, I consider that a hidden gem though because so it was kind of near the end of the Game Boy Advance's life, was it not? I do believe that Mexicans are from Mexico. That's interesting. Um, but no, I think so. Yeah, no, I don't know if I couldn't confirm. I can I can neither confirm or deny any allegations of that. Casado, Mr. Jones was very. But, show goodwill by coming here today and will not be held to this kind of aggression. But I, I do know that a lot of people, when I'm like, oh, I love Minish Cap. Like, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're like, Minish Cap? What's Minish Cap? I'm like, yeah, uh, it's heard of it. Legend of Zelda? They're like, what was it for? Game Boy Advance? Was it like Four Swords? No. That's where Four Swords came from, was yeah. Minish Cap. Oh. No, I've never, oh. I've never heard of it. And, like, Minish Cap is so much fun. It's just like, oh, you should be playing it. If you're not such playing a right good, now, it's such it's a so good, good game. Yeah. yeah. It's so unique. And, and it's, it's like, just, yeah, it's just like one of those quirky Zelda games that you just want to play. And they use like all the sound effects are from like Ocarina of Time. Yeah. So it's like when Link falls down a hole, it's like, wah! It's like, you know, it's that sound. And, and it's really cool. 
like you get the shrink down to tiny. That's the minish part of it. Yeah, like there's mini. the minish people, and yeah, and yeah, and so that one I feel like is a hidden gem as well. I definitely agree with that because it's a game that um even I forget about sometimes. Yeah, like I was trying to make a list of all the Zelda games the other day off the top of my head, and I mean there was a bunch I missed. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but like I was thinking Game Boy Advance, and I'm like, okay, I can I can only think of a link to the past. Oh, okay. And I'm, I'm, well, it was a re-release or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Four yeah. Swords. But I completely forgot about Minish Cap. And I was like, you I'm, bitch. I'm, I'm going to punch, punch you, you in the face. face. <laughs> and I was like, what am I forgetting? And I was like, oh my God, Minish Cap. Because it's such a good game. Yeah. Definitely a very good game. Um, the next game that I want to talk about is my second last game here. I've saved one of my favorites for last. And uh, this is actually the game that you mentioned, Kaz, a couple weeks ago that triggered me so hard. Oh I got so God. excited. I, I think so- I feel a clue coming on. I totally feel a clue. I feel a clue. You triggered a clue. Uh, my clue's pointing over here. Oh, my gosh. Do you feel that clue? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he uh, took my podcast. He took our podcast. <laughs> okay, no more South Park for the next five minutes. Um, and this game certainly deserves a hand. No. Moving on. Uh, this game. Oh is no, called- they're coming right at us. <laughs> Uh, we can't even keep our, our no that was a reference for like you know I was just having an excuse to shoot TJ okay. he's coming right at me <laughs> you were standing around yeah um, this game is Glover Glover and it deserves a hand get it um, so for those of you who are not aware if you listened to our episode a couple weeks ago I don't remember in what context you mentioned Glover you, had, you were like, Glover, and I was like, oh my god, I got so excited. <laughs> gloves, I wear gloves. I got so excited. Do you remember what you what you were No, I don't. I don't. Shit, don't even remember. I don't remember, but you that. mentioned. What, did, what was episode 12 about? I don't remember. Oh, great, we're so good. So this week on Two Guys in a Game, we're going to forget our topic, as per usual. I don't even remember what we were talking about. There's only a couple episodes ago. Uh, hold on. Hall plays. Oh, we were talking about games we want remastered. Oh, yeah, that's Duh. why. Duh. Oh, that's why, because Glover was one I probably said, oh, yeah, I'd love to see Glover remastered. Yeah, you probably were, were like, oh, my God, I think I just got a clue. <laughs> I just got a raging Claire. Oh, me too. So for those of you who are not familiar with Glover, Glover was a platformer in which a magical wizard's glove must save the kingdom after mishap <laughs> by the wizard while, ca- while mixing oh, potions. It causes chaos. The wizard is turned into a statue and the other glove is turned evil. So it's glove on glove action. Pretty much. Um, but what's really great about this game is it has amazing tight controls, very unique and easy to understand combat because you're a glove <laughs> that walks around <laughs> on a ball. Like, on a ball, too. I was going to get to that, but like you can't punch people. No. With like your little glove fingers, so you literally just become a fist and hit people and like all this other cool shit. Yeah, it's a very under, very rated. It is. Yeah. It is a super hidden, hidden gem. gem. Nobody. Um, yeah, there are some. There are some very fun puzzles, but then it, uh, there's also some very challenging puzzles too. Yes, like I remember getting stuck quite a few times. Overall, the tone is very lighthearted, but there is still some very challenging moments, especially on higher difficulties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The ball mechanic is really interesting, and it's, it was also the first game that I played that you had to like rely on an inanimate object to get yeah. you from point, place to place. Kind of got frustrating at points. It did, because you were like, this freaking ball. Like, and then almost it had got a, the ball here, almost got the ball here, and then an enemy hits the ball off, and you're like, God, 
Girl, you took my ball. You took my bear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> People are gonna be so sick of that. They're gonna man. be like, "Oh, this has been done before." Rehash. But yeah, it's retweet it's a game that is that. gonna retake the shit out of that. But it's a game that so many people do not know about. Yeah, and is a certainly a hidden gem. And it is one like mischief makers. Nobody See, Mischief, Mischief what's Makers. What's funny is that's another one that could have been on this list. And I was going to have Mischief Makers on this list, but I find that that is a serious cult classic. There is like an online following of that game. That what are you I talking found. about? I'm just talking about how I'm a Mischief Maker. I ain't uh, going fair on enough. My... Anyway, damn. shake, shake, shake. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's right. But yeah, Glover is is the reason we did this list because it triggered me so hard for that, giving such a raging trigger. Um, <laughs> That's our thing, by the way. It gave me such a trigger. Um, and I'm not trying to offend anybody. Frig. Um, yeah, Glover. I am. Plays a glove. <laughs> Have you not caught on yet? My whole goal is to offend people. If you're not offended by now, then you're doing something wrong. You are <laughs> not sensitive enough. <laughs> if you're not offended, then you're clearly not a millennial. You're clearly Oh, shit. shots fired. Because you're coming right at us. <laughs> <laughs> the millennials are coming right at us. Get them! <laughs> Grenade out. <laughs> but yeah, Glover, amazing. You play as a glove. Final battles in space. Watch out the like. Sorry. Yeah. There's a squirrel jumping over there. It's really pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing it all friggin' day. Stop distracting ADHD me, squirrel. Is, Kaz. is Conker's bad for a day considered a hidden gem? Um, no, it's not I too would, much of a cult. Yeah, concert, no, no, I wouldn't consider it one. It's um, a gem, but stupid it's squirrel. It's a serious gem. Anyway, I mean, Conquer, he's a stupid squirrel. Anyway, See, I kept it on topic. Yeah. So the last game that I want to talk about is one that on all the out of all the games on this list, if you have not heard of this game, you need, I implore you, to go this and check this game out. This is his catharsis! He's I cathartic am, about this! It's not even, you still can't see the user, right? I'm cathartic about this podcast there you go that works okay i don't know i was just trying anyway to i'm cathartic so kaz i got another list for you here okay let's run down this list uh third person shooter with tight controls okay stealth elements in some areas a story that will suck you in full of twists and turns and burns oh and then i mentioned psychic abilities that you can use to throw enemies around in the other cool shit I, i'm sorry about that <laughs> Uh, so this game is called Second Sight. Not First Sight, not Third Sight. But the Second Sight. And basically, you play as a... I'm not. Even, I'm going to try really hard not to fuck this word up because I'm probably going to. Parapsychologist. Para, parapsychologist. Oh. Which is basically people who study like psychic... It's like a proctologist. Stuff. Yes, pretty much. You awaken with no memory... Oh, of all your stuff, and then that's as not you, good if you're uh, waking covers. up in a proctologist's <laughs> office, office with no memory. With no memory. Oh god, um, he roofied me. <laughs> but yeah, basically, um, it's a third-person shooter. You can use these cool psychic abilities and shit. It's got an amazing story. Um, the combat is super fluent and fun, and it has some of the most intelligent AI for the allies and enemies I've ever seen in a game. Hmm. Like when you're when you have missions with like your ally people. You have this like squadron of soldiers you basically like gang up with after a while. And like at this one point where I was actually pinned down and like I heard on the radio like the dude say like, oh, I'm pinned down. I need help or whatever. And that the one guy was like, I'm coming for you. What? And like next thing you know, like the enemies are actually all dying around me. And I'm like, wait, what? 
And then the guy comes in, he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, you're like, marry me. Like, I'm like an AI that actually saved what did you when say? I needed all him What you say? Olive juice. I said olive juice. Olive juice, you do. Olive juice. But yeah, um, it seamlessly transitions from stealth elements of the game that's kind of close to almost like a, how Hitman is. Okay. Um, you can like grab people and kill them or you can just, you know, disable them. Or you can just force stash push their them bodies. across the hall. Like, <laughs> if you really want to, like this is one area where you're like in a sanitarium and there's all these like crazy people walking around and you can like walk up behind them, like put them in, like a chokehold and they're like, <laughs> are you going to marry me? Are you going to kiss me? Oh my God. Like they're like crazy, like <laughs> psychopaths. That's not and crazy. I do that all the time. <laughs> Whenever someone comes up behind me. Are you going to marry me? <laughs> you gonna, say. Are you going to kiss me? <laughs> you going to kiss me, you say. Are you a professional wrestler? Oh, no, no, oh geez. You either die young or live long enough to play card games on podcasts. I'm stealing that. I feel bad, but I don't. So, yeah, second sight. Really good game. Super awesome villain. Um, one thing about this game that stuck out to me, and it may seem like a kind of a silly thing, but don't the game Mexicans. over. Don't Mexicans. Don't the game Mexicans. over screens, and the basically what happens is when the game is over, like it's basically you get caught by this corporation that's chasing you. Oh, okay. And then like you do all these experiments on you and shit. So like there's one level where like you're fighting with all your buddies, like trying to take out this one level. If you fail that level, it cuts to you in a chair tied down and like that you're like all fucked doing all these experiments on you and they're showing you pictures of their dead bodies and they're like you did this and you're like no no they're like look at him and like his face is like exploded that's and you're like, what? it's fucked it's really fucked up that doesn't seem like a hidden gem it seems like a torture it's gem. it's really messed up but then like you end up getting to come up and on them because oh, okay. you're the psychic badass and yeah it's really I had not done this game just then, you guys really just as you got to the end you realized your dad fucked your mom. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, CJ. Oh, I can't believe this happened to you. It's awful. Actually, just as a quick note before we like cut to the end here, there's another thing about South Park that's really funny. When you get your fourth class ability, like Cartman's just like, fine, you can have four classes, whatever. The best part is he's just like, okay, let's speed through this really quickly. We gotta do this. Okay, so you go to your room, blah, blah, blah. You do this. And he's like just trying to rush through all the yeah. class abilities. And he goes, you took out this guy. You took out this guy before you could do anything. He goes, but then finally, you get into your room just in time. Wait, never mind. It's too late. Your dad fucked your mom. Because <laughs> she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it was just great because he's just like, then you open the door. You're just in time. Oh, no, wait, never mind. You're too late. Your dad fucked your mom. And he just like, you're just like, oh, come on. Like, and then he's just sitting up there. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This happened to you. Just doesn't get it. Everybody's dad fucked everybody's mom. <laughs> Damn it, Cass. Stop being so insensitive. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that was uh, some hidden gems here on Two Guys in a Game. Hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. I believe it is now time for some shout outs. Shoutouts initiating. Shoutouts initiating. <laughs> we don't have to say that. You know, it's just going to be. I know, in the but like, I too. like doing the little dance I do. <laughs> Like your little jig, like yeah. even though I'm not even singing the song. So he's Kaz. coming right at us with that jig. Get him. <laughs> so, Kaz, any shoutouts this week? You know what? I was just thinking it would be funny. It'd be like if we should we should get Brandon to do <laughs> this this thing where it's like I know it's terrible, but it'd be funny if we could like come up with a way where we could just be like, um, it'd be like shoutouts initiated. They're coming right at us. They're coming right at us. These shoutouts are coming right at us. <laughs> 
though. I know we've it's, already got it's a It's funny these two weeks, and then, and like, then next week it'll be next, like all about yeah. the oatmeal. Next time it'll we just be like all about the oatmeal, and then yeah. Next time we record, we'll be like, why did we think that was funny? Why did we think the oatmeal thing was funny? It's not even funny anymore. I'm Brian Adams, and I am a Canadian British man. Thank you for tuning in to two guys and a video particular game. No, I don't know. So yeah, shout out to Podbeard, shout out to Pod and Family. Our boy Josh. Shout out Larry. to David Morrison for helping with my amazing, amazing hidden gem list. Yes. He is my best friend. Games on there. I think we have some good games. Really yeah, do. no, he yeah, he, he has good taste in gaming. Yeah, shout out to David. I've only had a couple interactions with him. Seems like a good guy. He's so. a pretty good guy, I guess. He's all right. He's okay. He's pretty fresh. His best before date fresh. isn't up yet. He hasn't expired. <laughs> TJ was like, I don't know how to. I don't, I don't know what to say here. So, yeah, I that's going to do Thermal the detonator. They're coming right at us <laughs> with the ending. They took our ending. They, they took our job thing from Super. They took our job I've been coughing. And I've been hotter. And this has been two guys in a video game.